0: Hello, I'm your host, Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to the Hellmouth.
1: Hi, I'm your host, David Lindley. This is the Buffy Podcast by a Scooby and a newbie. Hellmouth? Hellmouth.
0: have made it to season seven episode 14 first date original air date february 11th 2003 is this a valentine's episode
1: yeah (laughs) Yeah, i guess it is (laughs) now Michaela, some have called this the 14th episode of Mm. the seventh season of buffy would you agree
0: uh some yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) so you agree that some people have called it that no
0: i have they have i agree (laughs) yeah (laughs) A good start.
1: <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Michaela, this is a very special podcast. It sure is. For a very special episode. Yeah. Because this is the worst rated Buffy episode from season seven.
0: Yes. So we've gone so close to this with other episodes. Mm. Like The Killer in Me, which I don't even know what Goddamn episode that is. Uh, that's
1: what the one where Warren comes out.
0: Okay. So that's 120 out of 144. This is 126 out of 144. Right. Right? It's not that far off. Potential is 109 out of 144.
1: Which is just that is I'm pretty sure the episode where Buffy gives three motivational speeches. Yeah,
0: I think so. Sleeper, 110.
1: That is the one where nothing happens (laughs) and I fell asleep.
0: Yeah. So they're all really kind of clustered together here.
1: Yeah. I will say I liked this episode much better than those ones. Yeah,
0: me too. I had such a better time oh, than yeah. I anticipated.
1: Oh, this is a fine episode.
0: Yeah, this is actually not that bad, guys. No, yeah. not at all. Like, it was fine. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I wouldn't say it's my favorite, but like there were, there were some really good quips.
0: Yeah. Showtime was so much worse than this.
1: Oh my God. So there's a, like a, a string of, I think, four episodes that I would nominate as the worst episode of this season. Yeah. And it is Sleeper, (laughs) Never Leave Me, Bring on the Night, and Showtime. Maybe actually throw Potential in there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you got five episodes that I would say are together one much worse episode than this.
0: Because this at least, I wasn't horribly bored Mm. the whole time. Yeah. Right? Like, there was some fun stuff there was a couple interesting things and we had a big reveal at the end yeah you know things happen that are probably relevant to the plot of the rest of the season
1: (laughs) it's not a very good self-contained episode but in the milieu of the (laughs) season (laughs) for some reason the (laughs) face-to-face pods really bring out the (laughs) french in me
0: (laughs) Conversation in French until I'm here. It's because you want to make that fucking face you make when you say things in French.
1: Can you make it back? No, I
0: can't. <laughs>
1: I don't, I don't know. Do I look
0: like kind of an asshole? <laughs> Milieu?
1: <laughs> oh, I see it. Yeah. yeah. I see what you're talking about.
0: It's your French face. Do not make it in Paris. <laughs>
1: We'll see how my trip to Paris goes. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Listeners, if you want to stalk David and his
1: wife, go to Paris. (laughs) Yeah. Just for the next several months, you know, we'll be there at some point.
0: I don't know. When does this come out?
1: (laughs) Yeah. 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 For the next several months. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Fair enough. Cool. All right. All right. As I was watching this episode, I was like, this is not that bad. And I mean, that's the pitfall of any sort of rating system. Yeah. Is things are going to get rated by certain people for certain reasons that may be different from what we want out of the show. And And, yeah.
1: And I'm sure we'll get into why this is poorly liked at some point. But for now, let's get into the episode.
0: Woohoo! I don't remember what
1: happens. Ripper is killing that bringer hard. Beheading people? (laughs) Person. Did he just like slit the throat or was it a full beheading? Maybe it was like a half. So Ripper's like, hey, I never told you guys about how I killed that bringer and definitely am not the first. That's such garbage. Here's how it happened. I I stopped the axe at the last moment. And then (laughs) turned it around on him and cut his throat.
0: The cut is so bad. Oh, it's terrible. It's so clear that there's no way he ever would have stopped the axe. And like, fine. Like, I don't want Giles to be dead, particularly. Definitely not. Because it would probably mean a lot less Tony in the show going forward. Like, once they discover that he's...
1: Once they implement the high five system that this episode brings in, right? Don't don't you
0: wish someday they're going to do it? You know they're not, though.
1: It's so dumb.
0: (laughs) Right? Haven't they learned? Didn't they learn a lesson? No. No, they don't learn lessons on this <laughs> fucking show. Yeah. Don't they? No. They do not.
1: They do not. We have a new potential. Oh, Her name boy. is? Chao An. I, I think... thought it was Joanne at first oh. because Ripper says it.
0: And he's so And British. he was
1: just like gesturing to a vague gaggle of girls behind right. him. And I was like, Joanne, like, ah, sure. Jo-An. Yeah, Chao uh, The pr- The potential that he was picking up in China. Yeah.
0: Yeah. This poor girl, man. She's just there to be comic relief she is as like a concept (laughs) no she's not a person
1: (laughs) Buffy the Vampire Slayer doesn't have a great track record with minorities oh
0: yeah like with the being from the hood except he's not guys
1: (laughs) (laughs) this one's handled better than any of the others we've seen That's true. So yeah, Chowen is comic relief. The comic relief is that no one can understand her and she can understand no one. However, the jokes about like, Giles took her out for ice cream. She's lactose intolerant. She's very uncomfortable right now. (laughs) that lands for me i'm like yeah i'm fully on board
0: right and like yeah because i guess the the joke isn't oh haha she's from china the joke is like this complete lack of communication and the hilarity that ensues from that
1: yeah because after she says that she's lactose intolerant and very uncomfortable everyone just like smiles (laughs) and nods and laughs a little bit and it lingers too long on each of their faces
0: And Giles is like, no, I can kind of understand her. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely not. Oh, boy. When he calls ice cream the universal language... You're just like this poor girl.
1: This Love it poor so much, girl. All right, so Ripper is taking these girls out for a walk in the graveyard. Yeah. He's doing some training with them. He gets jumped by Spike. Pow, pow, pow. Kerblam!
0: Yeah, and uh, I, he's more observant than most people on this show. So immediately he's like, "Hey, why isn't Chip Spike? Why isn't Spike's chip going off?"
1: <laughs> all right, God, <laughs> says Spike. <laughs>
0: That's all I'm saying.
1: Me chip was removed, wasn't it? <laughs> By them initiative blokes.
0: Well, they make it very clear that it was Buffy's decision. Everyone just keeps saying, well, Buffy decided, but Buffy chose this.
1: We ended on a cliffhanger last time of like, will Buffy remove the chip? Yes or no? (laughs) It's just weird pacing for it to be removed with no on-screen resolution there. And sure, it doesn't really matter, and this episode proves that, but like... It It's just weird pacing. It's th- not good.
0: I think it fits very well with their treatment of the chip yes, this season. Definitely. It's consistent with that. Yeah. Because that's been trash.
1: <laughs> yeah. Absolute garbage. So yeah. Chip got removed, whatever. We'll actually cover some of the ramifications here, so it's better that they didn't dwell on it for too long because now Giles can be like, hey, Buffy, I think that was a really bad idea. He's a vampire.
0: Right? Giles is here. He's saying a lot of very reasonable, very true stuff. And Buffy's just like... I have no reason why it'll be fine, but I've got a feeling it will.
1: I mean, it's a feeling in her pants.
0: Oh, right. Yeah, this episode is not a good episode for Buffy. <gasps> but what is at this point? What is, it's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, many, so many choices. Bad choices.
1: Bad choices, yeah. including what she Ooh. has chosen to go out dressed in oh, for this late night slaying practice. The black cap of stealth has been discarded and upgraded to this new black, black cap, cap that Buffy has. I think it's a different one.
0: I think so. It's there's more of it. It's bigger.
1: For someone who doesn't who does like so much with their wardrobe, yeah. Buffy has had two hats on this show. One of them said da bomb. <laughs> and it was a black toque with sequins. Yeah. And the other is a regular black toque.
0: I would would call this a third black toque. Actually, no. She had a sort of sideways slanty hat at one point. Oh. There have been other hats.
1: (laughs) She doesn't do hats much. No. And she does fall back on black knitted toques quite a lot.
0: Honestly, I think hats are sort of a weird choice to put on anyone. Mm, Yeah. Because all you're probably doing is taking away some of the person's ability to express (laughs) themselves. That's
1: true. You're fucking up the camera lines.
0: Right? Like... (laughs) Why? Why do you want to put a hat on someone? I Plus, guess they seem cold? like a
1: hat person at that point, right?
0: Like remember all those hats Willa used to wear? Ugh. Mm, bucket after bucket upon her head.
1: Man, just strangely fuzzy bucket hats. And
0: think about poor Felicia Day.
1: Oh, and poor her Felicia Day. Beanie, man, pour one out for Felicia Day. <laughs>
0: Yeah, there were some potentials in this episode.
1: That what was her name? The one who was like, Aww. it was it wasn't Ronan. So, R- Rona. Rona.
0: So Rona was in here. There was no Felicia Day. No
1: Felicia Day. No. Uh,
0: Lizzie McGuire's friend. Yeah, Lizzie
1: McGuire's friend. Yeah.
0: What the fuck's her name? You you thought it no. was Eve for so long. <laughs> Chloe. You, Chloe. <laughs>
1: She's not here. No. We're we're supposed to assume there's a gaggle of potentials floating about. Yeah, right? Yeah, I think so. There are too many for the show to keep track of slash pay.
0: Mostly they they show Kennedy and Amanda and <sighs> Chowan, I guess. Kennedy. <laughs> yeah kennedy hate train chew choo, chew choo.
1: Choo, choo indeed <laughs> can we move on to our next scene then
0: yeah and our picture that is very similar
1: Dem hoops <laughs> and you've titled it hoops, hoops are, are back, back in, town.
0: in town yeah hoops are back in town hoops, hoops are, back are back in, in town. town yeah buffy's also i think her hair is lighter this episode or maybe just in these shots her Mm. hair just looked extra blonde to me maybe they put highlights in who's to say there's there is dialogue about the
1: hoops yeah about how they're a bad idea giles is like buffy you've done a you've made a bad decision (laughs) this is a bad idea and she's like yeah but the hoops despite them being a terrible idea for going slang i'm not gonna justify them at all and just say that's what i like
0: you see the hoops are a metaphor. For spike
1: <laughs> no that's not what a metaphor is what? the hoops are what buffy thinks giles is talking about when he's actually talking about spike
0: i guess it that's works not both a metaphor ways it's still it doesn't work both ways it's a subconscious metaphor that happens to be buffy not understanding giles as well okay <laughs> <laughs> that's garbage
1: i know that is garbage So yeah, Giles isn't thrilled about the chip being gone. Buffy says that having the chip in Spike was immoral in some way, like wrong or evil.
0: I... I don't know what her, what any of her argument is. Giles is talking about how, okay, Spike's good. Mm -hmm. But when the first, you know, fucks with him again, because they still haven't figured out how to stop that. Maybe the chip was not functioning properly before. Maybe it would actually prevent him from hurting people this time if they left in and Buffy's like, nah.
1: Right? That's the sum total of her argument (laughs) is I've got a feeling about this guy. And you're like, yeah, a feeling in your pants.
0: So all these people that you're putting in danger for no reason.
1: I love it so much. Because it comes up where the first is like, oh yeah, I've got more plans for Spike. Not right now, but later on, yeah. shit's going to get real.
0: It's not time for him yet. And
1: Buffy's just like, <clears throat> nah.
0: Yeah, everyone is saying Spike should get the fuck out of here. Spike's like, "Hey, Buffy, after that thing the first said, you know what? I'm gonna leave town. I'm gonna ride away on my motorcycle, <laughs> slash possibly the ocean. RV. I don't know where the RV went. Right? Oh, I guess they crashed. It, it. over. Yeah. yeah, the RV's gone. Anyways, and Buffy's like, "No, you need to stay here because I'm not ready for you to not be here." <laughs> and you're like, "Fuck you, Buffy. That doesn't make any fucking sense. It really it's doesn't. pandering to the Buffy fans. Yeah, it's it really all is. it is. Yeah." yeah.
1: I mean, this time they have a shot at a healthier relationship at least. That's true. Which would be better for Spuffy fans than it ever has been before.
0: I mean, the weird whatever it is they've got going on right now is the healthiest relationship they've ever been in.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Surprisingly. It's great
0: stuff, you know.
1: <clears throat> Speaking of relationships. Oh my <laughs> Xander proves himself to be somewhat of a neckbeard. <laughs>
0: So, I've got a picture Uh of this lady. Alyssa. I think her name's just Lyssa. Lyssa. L I S S -S A. yep.
1: Of Lyssa, sorry. Yeah.
0: And I've called it too attractive as usual.
1: So Xander's in a hardware store. Yep. And he spies an attractive lady. And he just like barges right up to her, makes a fool of himself, and then gets a date. And you're like, what sort of bullshit wish wish fulfillment is this, guys? Mm -hmm. This is so weird.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of things wrong with this. He sees a woman alone in a hardware store and assumes that she must need help. Right. Which is horrible. Then he says a lot of really inappropriate things about Mm -hmm. rope to her. Yeah. And when this is working out, you're just like, I fucking hope she's evil. Yeah. Because if this is working out and she's not evil, I'm pissed. Absolutely. Yeah. So, this is the person mm-hmm. which I think you have inferred?
1: <laughs> yes. I absolutely knew that this was supposed to be the familiar face right. that I recognized okay. or was not su- <laughs> probably not going to recognize. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, when I say the word Ashanti to you, you do not know who this recording artist is? No. So, I'm going to unmute this and play it and we'll see how it how it goes. I'm I'm worried, listeners.
1: Baby, I don't know why you treat me
0: some smooth early 2000s r and
1: yeah that's exactly how i was gonna describe it it's so early 2000s oh, RB. Yeah.
0: 2002 shit
1: <laughs> it's not my preferred musical genre right
0: so that is the song Foolish by Ashanti, who mm-hmm. I did not expect you to know. No. But in 2001 or 2000 and Oh, in 2002, she simultaneously had the top and second position on the Billboard Hot 100. Wow. Because she was featured on one song and then this song Foolish was, was the other song. And she is the first female artist to do so. <laughs>
1: Wow, that's very impressive.
0: Ashanti was very popular and still is seems to be active to this day to the from from the um googling I was doing about her.
1: As culturally aware as I am now? Yeah. I was possibly a tenth as culturally aware <laughs> when I was 12. Right. I had no clue what was happening in the larger world.
0: And honestly, I'm shocked to discover how culturally aware I apparently was. Because I hear this song and I'm like, oh yeah, I, I, I remember this song. Not like it was my favorite song or anything, but I definitely have heard it. And I was watching the music video and I was like, oh yeah, I've seen this music video before. <gasps> what? Yeah.
1: Did you watch music? Yeah. Television? Oh
0: yeah. Wow. Much music? Oh yeah, I used to watch it all the time. Which I guess is why I know a lot of songs from the early 2000s. I think
1: I was just watching Futurama over and over again. Maybe you were
0: better off. Yeah, I don't regret it all. I don't think you should regret it. Yeah, so, right, this is Ashanti. And I mean, this is the height of of Ashanti, right? Yeah. Like this episode this is, a get. is coming out in two thousand and three, early two thousand and three, two thousand and two. She's got these hit songs. This is this is big stuff. Is she a good actress? Mm, she's fine. She's fine.
1: I mean, it doesn't call for like a moving actress. Here. No, this is a perfectly serviceable role for her.
0: Yeah. Uh, so she's.
1: Learning that she is famous, Mm -hmm. I am slightly less mad, but still mad that they had a perfectly good Nancy and (laughs) threw her away. (laughs) Doesn't take much, you know? Mm. Like, once every two or three episodes, Xander says goodbye to Nancy as he's joining up with the rest of the crew. And he's like, bye, it was good to see you. He talks, has like a one or two sentence conversation with someone at some point about things that are going great with Nancy. He's really excited. (laughs) Turns out she's a demon and wants to kill him. That actually has some impact.
0: Yeah, that would have been great if this was Nancy. Oh, It's sort of like we wish how that Amanda was Kit, you know? There are yeah. a lot of missed opportunities, <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> it's like... They had so many people and they just threw them away because, no, those were fr- people from the early episodes.
0: Yeah. we they needed to have all those potentials. And when you want to have someone back for multiple episodes, I bet it costs more. Oh, yeah. Probably. So I bet it's that more than
1: anything. <laughs> Makes me so mad. Amanda comes back, though.
0: <laughs> yeah, here she is. She's here? She's here now. Oh,
1: God. All right. Buffy snooping in P. Wood's office.
0: Right. And she's doing... Oh god, the Buffy thing, where she's just the world's worst liar.
1: She also goes into Peewood's Wood's office with no indication that he's not coming back anytime soon. It's the like, middle of the day. She knows that he's not here right now. That's all she knows. And that is the extent of her plan. She's like, great time to bust into his office then.
0: Her detective work sucks, except she gets so close. Right? So (laughs) close to finding out something ominous. And you're like, she should not have gotten this close. She knew nothing. She had
1: almost no reason to be
0: suspicious. Why would he even keep weapons and shit in his office? That's insane. It
1: is insane. Mm -hmm. It's so insane. Or like, keep them in a safe. Right. Not behind a weird whiteboard that slides up into the ceiling.
0: Secret whiteboard. I don't know why it's spooky.
1: (laughs) It is spooky, though. It's dumb, but it feels like she hasn't earned it in any way
0: because she hasn't. She absolutely hasn't. So I've got a picture because obviously Peewood comes and finds her, and they. Laying it on so thick at the beginning of this episode, guys.
1: If you didn't realize that Pee Wood was evil, he's
0: definitely, absolutely evil.
1: Hundred percent, hundred percent evil. He's so
0: evil. You have no idea how evil he is. At this point, were you like, you know, they're really trying to sell this evil thing. Maybe he's not.
1: That suggests a level of investment (laughs) in the Pee Wood storyline. You do not. That I did not possess. I was like, there's something happening with him, and we'll find out what it is. This episode sounds great.
0: Yep, that's true. And I think that's maybe all you want from him. Yeah,
1: that's all I care about. Except Mm -hmm. I care about him much more very soon. Oh yeah. As the second... First date gets set up this episode, right? And Pee Wood Ugh. asks Buffy out to dinner.
0: It's so wildly inappropriate. Wildly inappropriate, oh, boy. Yeah. You're just like he's in charge of you, right?
1: He's your manager,
0: <laughs> direct manager.
1: That's so inappropriate.
0: And then he makes a joke about how if she doesn't do it, she'll still have a job. Ha ha. Right. And then he's like, "Oh, I shouldn't have said that. In fact, you'll have to sign something." <gasps> saying i never said that which is pretty funny honestly it's funny but
1: also horrifying oh my
0: god and like he's very charming and his delivery of the you know sort of wackiness that's going on here is great he's doing a great job Sorry. but like the whole time they're just like say no buffy no like this is you can't
1: it doesn't matter how charming he no, is. No. He's your direct manager.
0: Direct. That's super weird. Imagine how awkward it's going to be if this doesn't work out. Although,
1: if she says no, did she get the job because he wanted to ask her out?
0: I think we'll learn sort of.
1: Yeah, it turns <laughs> sort out sort of. of. <laughs> Strong maybe. This is not all P. Wood's got to do, though, as Buffy gets ushered out of his office, not having found the spooky whiteboard. Jesus Christ. He draws this bloody dagger. Where
0: was he? Like, was he just in the basement stabbing things? <laughs> right? Like, wh- when? <laughs> I just have a lot of questions about this dagger. The dagger is supposed to just make us really think that he is definitely evil. Mm-hmm. And I guess it works, but you're just like, what? What?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I share these sentiments. Because he knows that the seal is down there, too. Like, is he checking on that twice daily? He'd better be, right?
0: you would think so. It's pretty spooky. Yeah. Why hasn't someone covered it up?
1: Right? Him. Right? He knows that he's on top of the Hellmouth.
0: Everybody down there with those fucking shovels. Right? Did they cover it up? Oh, maybe. So, And then it just keeps getting uncovered. Yeah. By fucks with really large... <laughs> Wheels. <rolls>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <sighs> oh, Okay. One of my favorite lines of the episode. Mm -hmm. Buffy's talking to Willow. She's like, hey, I've got this date. They're talking about how that makes both of them feel. Right. You know, Willow's excited for Buffy to have any sort of romantic thing.
0: She calls her a frisky vixen, (laughs) which I wrote down because I was like, that's a great term.
1: (laughs) Not my favorite line. No. My favorite line happens (laughs) when Xander busts in and he says, guys, guess what happened?
0: Buffy got a date. No, I did. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Xander. Xander. His thunder just being stolen entirely. I mean, Mm. yeah,
1: stealing thunder, but also just a great comedic exchange. Yeah, no, actually, top queer, top to your quality.
0: When Buffy suggests that she's being taken out to dinner to get a promotion, and Willow (laughs) legitimately laughs at her. (laughs) Yeah,
1: because she's been doing such Such a good job.
0: (laughs) that she sucks.
1: Twice this episode, Buffy gets shit on for being a terrible counselor. And like, I loved it both times. Oh, yes. So much. It's so cathartic. Oh my God, we've been talking about this for episodes. 14 episodes, I
0: think. Yeah, and I mean, this whole time I was like, well, clearly P. Wood didn't ever want her here to be a counselor. No. He knows she's the Slayer and that's why he wanted her around. It makes so much more yeah. sense. I just couldn't tell you that. Holy
1: God. <laughs> he's not a kids.
0: shitty principal. He's actually a great principal. He because is. Because he's like, hey, I should get the Slayer to hang out at my high school. Yeah. yeah. It's a great plan, man.
1: Oh man. So yes, it's a lot of fun. There's the laughing at Buffy. There's the laughing at Xander. And then Giles walks in. They do the whole ice cream bit. That's a lot of fun yeah. too. Yeah,
0: I mean, there's like a, Oh, ha ha, Xander. Hope she isn't evil. <laughs> right? Like, all of these things, they're pretty great. Yeah. You
1: know? Like,
0: yeah. I was having a pretty good time. Quip
1: to quip level. This yeah. is one of the top Buffy episodes, like, ever made, honestly. Like, <laughs> early seasons yeah. did not have this level this of level, quippiness. No, they didn't. Like, season three, it's a good season. Yeah. Didn't have it.
0: Yeah. There are some quips. Sure. But these are rapid fire quips. Yeah,
1: absolutely. It's
0: like a machine quip.
1: The fun keeps on coming because Andrew is in the kitchen looking at the manual for the new microwave and who should appear.
0: Oh, Lil' Jay! Lil' Jay! I really like that they've gotten a new microwave because of the one that was destroyed in conversations with dead people. Yeah, And I love that Andrew is reading the manual. It feels like an
1: attack on people who might read microwave manuals. Listen,
0: I also read manuals, so...
1: Perfect, we're on the same page.
0: Yeah, so I also felt pretty attacked because you're like, you don't know what might be in there that you need to do you be just aware of, right? <laughs> Why they make this manual for no one to read it? <laughs>
1: We're so defensive. <laughs> Little J has a fun assignment oh, for Andrew.
0: I love everything Little J gets to do this episode.
1: <gasps> Andrew could just kill all the potentials, you know. Just a
0: couple girls.
1: Just a couple girls. Not even Dawn or Anya. No. 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 Not no. them.
0: And like it won't be a big deal. Just you know, he, he can get that gun. That the gun Willow, that Willow yeah! brought recently. And like it'll be super easy. Just super like you easy. know, pop, pop. <laughs> no more potentials. <laughs> <laughs> pop pop
1: (laughs) (laughs) magnitude
0: oh boy yeah and i really like this is character growth for andrew too Mm. because they play this scene very much like he's listening he's considering it
1: he doesn't want to be evil though no but Mm. he could be swayed
0: right and like it's his you know poor dead friend that he he killed. killed who's talking to him and the first, this is what it does. It knows how to convince people to do things. Yeah. So yeah, you you come away from it. Well, I had two reactions. My first reaction was, I looked at Andrew's clothes and I thought to myself... <laughs>
1: How long has he been wearing this outfit?
0: Because I'm pretty sure the answer oh. is since he arrived it is at this house.
1: Vominous. Vominous. Like Conversations with Dead People was seven episodes ago. Whew. I guess this is episode eight that he's been wearing these same clothes.
0: And like they literally just bought Chow a bunch of new clothes. Clearly they have money. They can't buy him. He he could fit into Xander's old things, maybe. Right? Yeah. This poor guy. I also have a picture of, of Chow yeah. Yeah. That I've just called this poor girl. <laughs> Oh, God, this poor girl.
1: It is sad for her.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Speaking of sad and clothes, <laughs> Buffy's trying to get ready for a date. Yeah. And Anya is trying to help her get some blood out of a sweater or a shirt of some kind.
0: This is also a throwback to conversations with dead people.
1: Right. Because this
0: is the shirt that Dawn spilled pizza on.
1: Right. And then she was like,
0: ah, she'll just think it's blood. Which is exactly what this exchange is. Shit. <laughs> yeah.
1: Wow, what a great callback. <laughs> but Anya has chosen to wear a sweater, which may be the worst sweater we've ever seen on this show.
0: I've called it 50s cardigan.
1: I've called it cats, maybe?
0: Are they cats?
1: I don't know.
0: They could be dogs. So,
1: pink, pink sweater. <laughs> mm-hmm. Five sizes too small it's for all small. So it's got, like, a lot of midriff yeah. happening. The sleeves go down to just past the elbows. It looks very shrunken. Bright pink, fluffy. And then it's got, like...
0: Some animal.
1: Some sort of white animal with collars on. I think they're cats. They might be seals. They might be puppies. Really?
0: Like, if she was wearing, like, a 50s... Poodle skirt. Poodle skirt. Thing, this
1: is the yeah. sweater equivalent yes. of a poodle skirt. Well,
0: it would go with it. Right. Like, over top of the poodle skirt dress. And, like, there would be no midriff, obviously. Right. But this is this is the sweater that would go with that. It's
1: such an awful sweater. Okay,
0: I, I see your sweater, and I counter the jeans Buffy is wearing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wait, okay, what's wrong with these?
0: Where what's happening at the top of them? It's like someone took a pair of scissors.
1: Oh no. And they were
0: like, Do we need the top inch of these jeans? No.
1: Oh no. <laughs> what in the fuck is <laughs> happening here?
0: Like how are they even on? Is my first question.
1: Yeah, is there a button at I the top of know. the flyer or is it I just don't zipper? No. I feel weird looking at this for that long. <laughs> They are the
0: strangest thing I've ever seen.
1: She goes to dinner in these jeans, doesn't no, she? No, 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 no. No? Okay. Because
0: she changes it entirely. Oh, in fact, the wackiness that she goes to dinner in, it was so dark that I couldn't get a picture of it.
1: It's so fucking dark this episode.
0: But she was wearing, okay, she was wearing pants of some variety. I Mm -hmm. think they were maybe darker jeans. She's got like a black leather coat on. Mm -hmm. And then beneath it, she has what looks like a normal black shirt. Right. But somewhere, some article of clothing has coming off of it a, I guess, like floor length lace half skirt. What? (laughs) That like... So, if it's coming off the shirt, it'd be coming off like the back of the shirt and it goes down to about her knee, maybe knee length. What? And it's just like this sheer black lace thing that's hanging off of her back. It could be coming from the shirt, it could be coming from the coat. don't know. And it was so dark. And I was just like, I can't, I can't capture it. It's black lace. You can barely fucking see it. It's a wacky, wacky time.
1: <clears throat> so Anya is jealous about Xander's date.
0: Which is fantastic.
1: Yeah, perfect.
0: Every, every line Anya has this episode, yeah. I'm all there for. <laughs>
1: Buffy even thinks that she's talking about her own date, but no, <laughs> Anya has more important concerns. Yeah. Yeah. Then Buffy exits the bathroom oh. and finds Spike. Great. Who's it's... like, he's, he's totally cool with this date, you know? This is fine. This is great, in fact. Actually, he's happy for Buffy.
0: I love what they give him to do here. Because they're like, okay, no, you have to act like you're a mature adult who's not bothered by this, but clearly be bothered by yeah. it. And that's exactly what Plays he's giving it us. It's beautiful. And it's so awkward because Buffy's wearing like... I mean, it's not a bra. It's it's a tank top.
1: Mm, it's a lacy tank top.
0: Right? I guess it's kind of scandalous. I think she's worn a lot more scandalous things than this, but she's all embarrassed about it. And Spike's all like, oh no, everything's, yeah. Oh yeah, You, no. you have a good time, have Buffy. A great time. Like, I'm going to be fine.
1: All right, gov, you go and have yourself a right time.
0: <laughs> you deserve to be happy. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then we go somewhere that makes me really hyped. Cause it's the espresso pump. The pump and go. I knew you were gonna call it pump and go, but I only knew it in this moment. Like
1: because of my face. Yeah, Yeah. I didn't know it before. I had the pump and go face on. (laughs) And with that, I I take us into our first segment. I hate it. (laughs) The first segment is, as always, When You're a Jet. When you're a jet, you're a jet. All the way from your first cigarette to your last dying day. When you're a jet, let them do what they can. You've got brothers around. You're a family man. Oh,
0: is this like a, are we snapping?
1: Sure, yeah. Okay. So, I thought the song was called When You're a Shark. Turns out, no. It's the jet. So this is a bit of a walk for this segment. Okay, that's okay.
0: Yep. I'm in there
1: for it, yeah. We're jets versus sharks in West Side Story. Sharks related to jumping the shark. The Buffy Phenomenon website has two categories of Buffy (laughs) viewers. Sharks, sorry, jumpers and loyalists. Whoa. Jumpers refer to people who think that the show jumped the shark during season four and fall off and have a much less favorable view of the subsequent seasons. Interesting. Loyalists think that the show is consistent quality throughout. So hmm. I want two things from you. First, I want to know, are you a loyalist or a jumper?
0: Well, I think I'm probably a loyalist because I guess, I guess the question is, what is the definition of jumping the shark? Like, does that mean that there is never another good episode? No,
1: no, no. It just means that the episode the series peaks in season three Mm. and it's not all downhill from there but like generally that was their best season and it's sort of like it keeps on going but those extra four seasons let's actually go to the Buffy Phenomenon website I
0: think this series does peak in season three to be fair Season three is fantastic. There's a lot of things that come together in season three to make it fantastic.
1: All right. So I'm on the Buffy Phenomenon website, which will actually be in the show notes. One oh, of our wow. listeners asked us for the yeah. website that we were using because we keep referring to it by different names like yeah. Buffy Phenomenon, I mean, I'm a garbage the person. aggregator, yeah. which is really unhelpful. Anyway, it'll be in the show notes. It's phi-phenomenon.org slash Buffy. It's got a page called Tastes in Buffy Episodes where it breaks down the Jumpers versus the Loyalists. And this is actually based on data, right? Because they've got like all of the reviews. Yeah. And then they categorize each reviewer by whether Uh, or not they were a loyalist or a jumper. Right. So then this is actually pretty interesting because one of the options is episodes by taste and seasons by taste. So seasons by taste, if you're a loyalist or a jumper, you generally think that season three is the best. (laughs) Because it is. (laughs) If you are a loyalist, you think season seven comes next. Season two comes next for jumpers.
0: Oh no, I am a jumper. Oh no. Yeah,
1: I think you're a jumper. I think I'm a loyalist. Interesting. Probably, which is like a pretty fine line. We're not that different in our tastes. Yeah. But I I don't have great memories about season three where I think you do.
0: Yeah. So there are a few things at work in season three that I think put it so far above the other ones. Mm. You have what I think is the best villain. Mm-hmm. You have Faith. Yes. Which is such an interesting dynamic and just adds so much to the show. And you have sort of they've figured out the formula you know they have the library they have the scoobies they have it all working for them they've had time to make it work and they've, they just come to this place where it works so well that i don't think they ever find again
1: yeah and the impact of having the library blown up yeah. is something that they can't even replicate with the magic box. No. Because the magic box has only been there for two seasons.
0: And it's not this focus of it's, everything. Yeah, it's not
1: the same yeah. thing as the library was. Right. I have two good feelings about season five mm-hmm. and season seven so far to really think of myself as a jumper. Okay. But like season four and season six are rough for me. So I might, I might be a jumper, you know? <laughs> Yeah. But well, and- that's the
0: thing because I don't want to use the term jump the shark because then yeah, I think about season five and I'm like, it wasn't perfect, but it had some very good stuff. Glory's fantastic, her minions are fantastic.
1: The other thing that would make me say that neither of us is a jumper is because season four is ranked third best for jumpers. Oh no. Which is insane. That's insane. It's a rocky season. They don't know what they're doing.
0: Right. And part of that is they've lost the central focus of their show, which is we can bring everyone to the library. Yeah. Everything can happen in the library.
1: Library, high school. Yeah. So we know who's who and what their dynamics are. Yep. Season four, Xander and Giles are lost characters. Exactly.
0: Actually, they they just kind of have to blow it all up because they literally blow it all up. And then, yeah things are changing. Like that's the whole point of going off to college. Things change but they don't figure out how to make it work until when does Giles even get the magic box? Season five. Right? Yeah. Early season five. They spend an entire season of Giles and Xander literally just doing nothing. Yeah. And then having some fucked up fever dream at the end being like, "Ah." (laughs) what?
1: Yeah. Prophecies. We've got (laughs) ideas. We know what's happening next season.
0: Yeah. Oh, next season. Just wait guys. We got that figured out. Yeah. And
1: even then like they don't there's a pretty rocky mid-season slot in yep. season five.
0: Yeah, there's a whole slew of episodes that and I could name, and you would not have any idea
1: what they near were about. Near the end, they go off the rails too, because it's like Buffy's <laughs> it's in a coma. We've got Cobbs. <laughs> You're like, what? None of this matters. Yeah. Show me Glory. Show She's me, an interesting villain. Yeah. Yeah so I said I was gonna ask you two things right that was a lie I don't have a second thing I yeah. was gonna talk about like the individual episode rankings but I think we can leave it here and
0: yeah, yeah th- and when we're done done like in the last episode I think we can really maybe delve mm-hmm. into some of this stuff because we can finally talk about the whole thing right yeah. yeah so I think that'll be interesting
1: but I will encourage all of our listeners to go to the Buffy Phenomenon website um, which you can usually find by googling Buff- Buffy Phenomenon it's also in the show notes uh and yeah look at the episodes ranked by taste look at the seasons ranked by taste it's or they've even got like writers and directors by taste
0: it's very interesting it's a fucking
1: comprehensive site
0: yeah it's great like because they do have all of this information Mm -hmm. but they've done a lot of interesting things with
1: it yeah yeah don't look at it on your phone though it does look like it's from 2001
0: well it's got a questionable background (laughs) yeah that's for sure
1: true story all right daytime at the pump and go
0: (laughs) Okay, so I've called my first picture a lot.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Because Ashanti shows up. Uh huh. She's got what I can only describe as a jean corset on. <laughs> <laughs> and she's wearing some sort of red shawl over mm-hmm. top, which is fine. Mm-hmm. And then she has got this side ponytail.
1: The side ponytail is <laughs> matched in quality only by the up ponytail, right? Like the top ponytail. <laughs> right. Where you're like, all this hair just goes straight up.
0: Okay, so it's the year two thousand and two, three. Sorry, two thousand and three. No one is allowed to have curly hair.
1: No, 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 no. So they've straightened
0: no, no. the absolute shit out of her hair, mm. but it doesn't want to be straight. No, no, no as no, no, no. evidenced by how it is curling, despite being in this ponytail. <laughs> it's got a
1: real swoop to it. It's
0: swooping because yeah. you can just only get hair to be so straight when it doesn't want to be straight, right? Mm. Yeah. So she shows up. She seems to be having a good time.
1: Which is contrary to all possible evidence. The fact
0: that she showed up at all, Xander's very shocked. Everyone's very shocked. And then, I mean, I think we cut away from this a few times, perhaps. But at one point, Xander is talking in depth about how he left Anya at the altar.
1: What the fuck kind of first date is this? First
0: date chat. What?
1: So the writers hate Xander too? (laughs)
0: They're just like, yeah, he wouldn't know what to do here. So, we'll let him talk about Anya. What? What?
1: And this is like, oh, Sounds like you really had a hard time there. And you're like,
0: no! At this point, you're like, she's definitely evil.
1: Definitely evil. evil
0: Because she should not be putting up with this shit. No. She should have ghosted him maybe five minutes into this date.
1: Do we go the segue is ghosts? Speaking of ghosts and other spooky things, Uh? Giles has made some nice flashcards for Chao Ann.
0: (laughs) Sure! I'll take it. I'll take any garbage segue that you want to do.
1: Didn't go great. No. So, hearkening back to Hush, (laughs) Giles has prepared some flashcards because of language barrier. He's trying to teach her some key terms like Wampir and tarakhan. And yeah. bringer.
0: Why he tries to teach her what a Turricon is, I'll never understand. There are
1: more of them, apparently. Uh, yeah,
0: I mean, I knew that.
1: But, like, you get one <laughs> at a time, like, a fucking, like, vending machine?
0: I mean, that's a pretty good trade. One person worth of blood equals one... How many one... of them
1: are there? Because they're just, like, jumping up out of the bottom of the seal, right?
0: There might be a few, you know? Oh. Who's to say?
1: <laughs> oh, oh, who's to say? <laughs> oh, no. Oh. <laughs>
0: you look so worried as you should
1: well we'd have to have a lot of innocent blood be spilled on the not innocent blood in general be spilled (laughs) on these things
0: Call little Jay innocent? Spike? No, I would hesitate to call Xander innocent. Yeah, 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 that's fine. Uh, Can I point out uh, Amanda's teeny tiny clips? Teeny tiny
1: clips? Oh boy, it's the early two thousand. Amanda's face just (laughs) continues to deliver.
0: (laughs) This poor girl. I'm not sure that these are butterflies in her hair. They're some sort of teeny tiny
1: clips. Teeny tiny clips. And
0: yet, like she's rocking that turd, you know.
1: I hate that you call it a turt. That's why I do it, friend. <gasps> oh, Buffy and P. Wood are going on their first date. That'll oh. be great. They get jumped by some vampires themselves.
0: And Buffy's like, I knew you were evil. <laughs> Turns out.
1: Turns out. Oh, shit. Peewood Wood is fighting these vampires. He's so
0: competent.
1: He's so extra competent.
0: It's almost like he's known about these things for a long time, and so even though he's only a frail human, he went to the gym a bunch and trained. He's a better Xander than Xander. It's
1: so unfortunate (laughs) that this is intercut with footage of Xander, where you're like, oh, Mm -hmm. someone who knows that these things are real can fight them
0: yeah because he's been training and
1: yeah he took them seriously
0: yeah he works out probably and does some cardio every now and again right the, what the
1: hell xander what the hell and the, xander. you cut directly from this to xander talking about his ex-fiance on his first date yeah and it's just such an unkind picture so
0: pathetic you know and you're like they do hate xander that's the only takeaway we have from this right i
1: guess yeah yeah so P. Woods had this grand plan. What do we learn about him? He has set this all up. He knew that Buffy was the slayer. He employed her specifically for this. He mocks her abysmal counseling skills.
0: When he also laughs at the idea that she get a promotion, I'm just delighted beyond delight. Honestly, I'm like, all you people know what's up. Yes. Buffy's delusional. <laughs> Yeah, and um, he drops the truth bomb that he knows about slayers because ah, uh, he's the son of one.
1: Okay, great reveal, right? Yeah,
0: it's a great reveal. You're
1: like Pee Wood, son of a Slayer. We saw that episode with Spike in season six. Mm-hmm. We all immediately know that Pee Wood's mom was the Slayer that Spike killed on the subway train in season five. But yeah, and season five, whatever. Took her vi- her leather coat. And that's how he got that. And it's super cool. Buffy has to be this like audience stand-in slash every man for the people who haven't been watching closely. Maybe. And she's just like, your mom was a slayer. That's crazy. Ignoring and completely forgetting the fact That she did, like, extensive research into who the last Slayers were and how they died. And how Spike told her all of this at length.
0: Right? And, like, it's a pretty easy timeline to figure
1: out. Yeah. It's in the past 50 years. Yeah. And you've learned about the past, like, five Slayers.
0: And, I mean, by the end of the episode, Stu had figured it out. But at this point,
1: no. But it's insane for Buffy to not know this. And if they're going to tell us this episode, (laughs) fucking have Buffy do something useful.
0: But would we buy Buffy figuring this out? Yes,
1: she's been told like five times. She had an entire episode in season five where she was talking to Giles about what the previous Slayers died of.
0: That's true. She was pretty obsessed with it. She was
1: obsessed with it. Yeah. And she learned as much as she could. And she has retained Nothing. That's
0: accurate. Oh, on the timeline. She knows when Spike killed that. She knows exactly yeah. when Spike killed her. Oh, oh, Buffy. She comes off all. so
1: poorly, so <laughs> incredibly poorly that it makes me angry. Anyway, uh, I figure bulb. this out immediately, and I'm like, okay, I know who P. Wood's mom was. Sure. That's sick. He's got this awesome backstory. His yeah, his mom was a killed by. His backstory is
0: amazing. Yeah. He's basically Batman.
1: Batman, <laughs> <Right>? yeah, <laughs> it's so good. His mom was killed by a vampire. Yeah. He's sworn to kill all vampires now, yeah. which is why he was jumped by those five vampires, not Buffy, because yeah. Buffy's been fucking slacking on the job yeah, and he's been out. <laughs> yeah, she's got other things to do, and he's just like, "Well, guess it's up to me
0: to go and kill all these vampires," because yeah, he's great at it. <laughs> oh, he's so suave about it. Oh, God, yeah. he's charming.
1: He's great. And this <laughs> romantic, dark French restaurant yeah, that he's really taking Buffy
0: to. This is the other thing. Like, does he want to date her?
1: Oh, yeah. This is a date.
0: Yeah, I guess he does. But, like, that's pretty weird, too. Oh, it's
1: super messed up.
0: Yeah. Like, what? Oh, no, man. You need therapy, maybe. Yeah, oh, there's weird Oedipal things there, yeah, too. No. Oh, that's bad. Like, it's not good. No, it's no. very bad.
1: Speaking of very bad, Andrew has been rooting <laughs> around in Buffy's underwear drawer, For which is gun. bad on the face of it. But yeah. he's found a gun, yeah. which is even worse.
0: Right, yeah, he...
1: Not even worse, no, never mind. Slightly (laughs) less bad. what did I say?
0: I mean, he's looking everywhere for the gun, and eventually he has no choice but to look in Buffy's underwear drawer. The whole picture
1: is worse than just having looked in Buffy's underwear drawer. I mean,
0: is he interested in what's in Buffy's underwear drawer? No.
1: Oh, that's true! Right, Right. yeah, of course. He doesn't give a shit. (laughs) He thinks there were fun things in there. Yeah, that's
0: true. Yeah, so he's got this gun, it's just like in a brown paper bag. (laughs) And... At the beginning of this, he does such a good job getting information. Oh, yeah. Like, the best job anyone in this show has ever
1: done. He is the most subtle character. And we've said this before, yeah. right? Like, he's always there. He knows what's going on yeah. to a degree that no clearly Buffy doesn't Buffy and no, doesn't. no one else seems to.
0: Right, because he's basically playing on what the first thinks of him, which is that he's easily easy to manipulate. And, you know, he's got the gun. He's gonna kill the girls <laughs> so he basically is like well why do you want to kill them right yeah that's a pretty reasonable question or like
1: why not use spike i don't get why i'm involved yeah, at this right? point like are, spike seems like a better person amazing questions they're such good questions and the first takes them seriously right and like you know andrew yeah. pushes his luck a little bit but that's all fine part,
0: but like yeah get what, whatever you can
1: get whatever you can he yeah. has gotten enough information okay so many things about this <laughs> The first can make itself appear to anyone it wants. Yeah. right? Anyone and like disappear selectively so that only certain people in a scene can see it. Yeah. Yet it's audible over the wire that Andrew is wearing.
0: This is the thing. When they try to record the first, you're just like, but why? And like, is it going to work? It shouldn't. It
1: shouldn't work?
0: It doesn't make any sense that it would work because like, in theory, if the first can appear to selective people, it's like projecting itself into your mind. Yeah. Not like talking out loud. Like, how, how could you
1: possibly record it? But it doesn't just appear to selective people because like, it doesn't need an in. No. It can be anywhere it wants. Huh? Why isn't it always lurking around as Jonathan?
0: I don't know. And like, how could they possibly have had a conversation it doesn't know about? Right? That doesn't make any sense at all. Because it's fucking omniscient. It's like, the first. They put this wire on Andrew and the first doesn't know about it? What the fuck is that? I don't know. So they haven't thought hard enough. They have not. About what the rules of this are. We've talked about how yeah. the Buffy
1: writers are not interested <laughs> in certain questions. This These, is one of yeah. those questions. These are These all are those questions. Those questions. <laughs>
0: right you and i are very much like okay but no this mystical entity like must follow certain rules and what would those be you know and the buffy writers are just like ah, they're recording it it's wacky <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: apparently
0: right and i don't know what he does oh he's like so do you have any weaknesses <laughs>
1: <laughs> kryptonite <laughs> yeah. that sort of thing In
0: his andrew way <laughs> and the first enemy is like are you wearing a wire <laughs>
1: Like, it's all worth it for the line. It's great. Are you wearing a wire? It is. Hilarious.
0: <laughs> yes. It's hilarious. Cause you're just like, that's insane that he would be wearing a wire. It's crazy. Oh boy.
1: Okay. Xander has been captured by uh, Lissa oh. and strung up with the rope that he recommended to her.
0: turns out she She's was. She's
1: super evil. evil. Okay,
0: I got a picture. Uh huh. They left the date. They came here. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When did she change?
1: She's a demon. <laughs>
0: So you think her clothes?
1: I think she burned the clothes off and what was left was what she's wearing now. It doesn't make any sense. But imagine gouts of green flame appear.
0: Green flame. (laughs) Thank you.
1: And then she is completely transformed.
0: I suppose if all of this is some sort of illusion, then that would work. But when she was here wearing different clothes, I was just like, these are spookier clothes, certainly. Hmm. Oh yeah. But but when? You know? And why?
1: I was mostly happy that they're giving Xander something to do.
0: That's true. Getting stabbed. Yeah. He's He's useful. He's up there. He's going to, you know, open up that seal.
1: Yeah. Then we go into one of the worst scenes that has ever happened. (laughs) As the Buffy writers are like, we did give Buffy a cell phone, but what if she just left it at home an astonishing amount?
0: Right. We're two for two on Buffy not having her cell phone when someone needs her to have her cell phone. Mm -hmm. The previous one was Potential, which was maybe two episodes ago. Right. Yeah. This one is when
1: she's going out with a person that she thinks might be evil
0: she was actually pretty sure he was evil yeah like sure enough that she snooped in his office during broad daylight when she knew he could come back at any moment and yeah she's like nah i don't need this though buffy (laughs) what are you doing
1: yeah it does not paint a good picture of buffy
0: no i mean this is it's all it is is an excuse for spike to be like i can track her by smell um (laughs) i'm just sorry i can track her by smell
1: Right! She's got a right stink to her, don't she?
0: I think I'm turning into Jason Statham more than anything.
1: (laughs) I'm not sure exactly what I'm going for. Broad Cockney.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So. Xander sometime during this being strung up process has has had the opportunity to access his cell phone when? and tell willow through code that either the date's going well and she shouldn't expect him or he's been captured by a demon and is in dire danger
0: and like he's in a basement
1: he's in a basement with both of his hands strung up
0: now I will say before they got to this basement oh sure he had to have been pretty suspicious yeah right because she's like oh there's i know somewhere we can go and then the basement
1: of this school, right, of this high school yeah
0: yeah so like at what point True. is he gonna be like oh this is not good so you know maybe he tries to get away she ends up dragging him he's texting then
1: doesn't the xander concussion count to just go up though
0: perhaps perhaps
1: it's fine whatever fuck it he got a, a text Somehow. message off it's all bullshit <laughs> it's entirely bullshit yeah, spike curious, doing man. his all right i can track it Yeah. Yeah. Nonsense.
0: He just shows up in that restaurant while Buffy's being fed brandy-soaked pears by Principal Wood. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's so sensual.
1: It's super good times. (laughs) As we go into our climax, we're going to go to a second segment. Antisocial. There is life outside your apartment. I know it's hard to conceive, but there's life outside your apartment. And you're only gonna see it if you leave. Okay. Michaela. Yeah. We're not great users of social networks, <laughs> despite the variety, the veritable plethora that we that we have featured right. on this very yeah. podcast.
0: Uh, yeah, we we're not good at
1: What is it these about things. social media that makes it so abhorrent to us?
0: It's just such an it's so much energy for me. Oh, <laughs> like, interesting. The idea of like writing a post I just, I get in my head about it. And I'm Mm. like, oh, but I don't know if I want to say that. And like, how's it going to come off? And is my tone being captured properly? And it's just like too much. Like, I just, I don't. And then people respond to it. And like, what if I'm not understanding their tone properly? Oh, no. I just don't want any part of it.
1: See, that's interesting because I've got a different take on it. Yeah, My take is just that it doesn't foster good communication generally. Yeah. Like, it It glorifies life so much that it makes people uh, unfairly stack themselves up against it, right? Because you see the best view of someone's life. You don't see the hours spent on a plane. You don't see the hours away from home. You just see the beautiful vacation shots or what have you. And
0: like maybe they're not really even in the place that they're saying. Sure. That's quite frequent.
1: (laughs) You don't see all of the tantrums. You just see the cute kids. And you're like, oh, kids seem like a great idea. Spoiler alert. Not so much.
0: There's a... uh... Subreddit called Instagram Reality.
1: Oh, that
0: it's more focused on the uh, photoshopping that people do, mm. but it will be like, you know, a somewhat popular social media influencer and it'll show a picture of them from their Instagram and then a picture of them from like their YouTube channel where they're still a reasonably attractive person, right. they just have like actual body proportions of a <sighs> normal human. Instead of having, like, a waist that's impossible or hips that are impossible. Because at this point, it's so easy to Photoshop yourself. And some people are very, very good at it. Mm. Some people are not, you know, bendy backgrounds. Right. Right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: But it turns out Instagram is an excellent place to make bank if you are an (laughs) an influencer. Yes. I don't know what precisely has informed my hate of the word influencer.
0: Influencer? Mm. (laughs) It is like, a terrible word. Yeah. To a
1: point where I don't hate edutuber nearly oh, as much. Interesting. Like, influencer is a terrible term. <laughs> and it's something, it's not like a one way between me disliking social media and me disliking that term. Yeah. Or vice versa. It's just this whole, like, <laughs> conflux.
0: It's just like a ball. A ball of, of unhappiness. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and like, the people who are these influencers, that's literally their whole life, is taking selfies and taking pictures because they have to be constantly creating content essentially.
1: I'm not a like anxious person and I'm not sure that gives me anxiety when you talk about that. It makes me deeply uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Like it makes me itch from the inside in a way that I just want to get away from.
0: And you'll see people who say like oh you know I'm in this relationship with this person and they've started to become more popular on Instagram and now they literally will not put their phone away. Ah. Like am I justified in breaking up with them because of this and it's like yeah you are
1: that's man millennials in their fucking avocado (laughs) toast am i right oh Oh, good times let's wrap up this episode michaela right spike shows up at the restaurant xander gets stabbed it all good news though his bleeding is internal and that's where the blood (laughs) is supposed to be
0: right keep it in there
1: keep it all in there there's
0: a a little tidbit that the wiki pointed out to me mm-hmm. so so spike shows up on this this date it's pretty weird right yeah. and then him and principal wood are like it's clear <laughs> that there's Sort of some tension between them, animosity. Yeah, and like you know, who's this guy that just interrupted this date to talk about this other guy?
1: Who's this guy that you're on a date with? I know he's your principal. That's weird.
0: Super weird. And then they're all in Principal Wood's car. Also very awkward. <laughs> ah! At one point, Principal Wood is giving Spike like he's he's sort of like staring him down. Yeah, in the in the mirror. mirror. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Yeah, Spike, a vampire. <laughs> so later on, when Principal was like, he's a vampire, you're like, yeah, buddy, you should have known that like an hour ago. <laughs> but keep he's a vampire, more <laughs> Yeah, they were just like, I don't know what
1: it's great right because early on they had a whiteboard in the writer's room that was like sunlight mirrors (laughs) crosses crossing (laughs) crosses running water maybe maybe they didn't really ever do that but that's fine garlic yeah and then they moved they Mm. moved writer's rooms in like season four and they were like it's moonlight that hurts them right Yeah, 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 I think yeah. it's the moon, yeah. Yeah, yeah they yeah.
0: really like their reflection. They love yeah. their reflection, yeah. Really narcissistic. Bang. Yeah, 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 yeah. that must be it.
1: <laughs> it's not like a major oversight, obviously, but, but it is fun. When you and think, think yeah. about
0: it, yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, I also just really like them being in the car together it's and it great. being so awkward. It's so wildly awkward. <laughs> like, if you would just driving and giving these side-eye glances both to Buffy and Spike. <laughs>
0: No one's really saying anything. And then Buffy's like, how much longer until we get there?
1: (laughs) Like, how do you know each other from work?
0: Yeah. And it immediately falls apart because he's her boss. (laughs) Oh, good times, man.
1: Oh, Buffy's so dumb.
0: Yo, when Ashanti, you know, started stabbing up on Xander and mm-hmm. her eyes changed. Oh yeah, and they were sort of snake eyes. I was just like, man, if she's a giant snake, if she's
1: a giant snake and, and a, you fucking lied to and me And I again. forgot.
0: I would have been so happy. You know how <laughs> yeah. happy I was. Oh yeah, you would have been hyped thrilled for
1: her to be a giant snake. They're so behind on their giant snake quota. Bounce down. Yeah. Crazy. So yes, Spike has gone vamp face during the fight with Ashanti. <laughs> uh They got some splaining to do. Xander got a little bit stabbed, but that's fine.
0: It's okay. The the. Seal was just like starting to open (laughs) but they get him out of there. Yeah. Everything's fine. Yeah.
1: Apparently a bunch more Turacon in there. Uh, Or at least one more. At least one. Yeah. I like the calculus of like one person's blood for one Turacon. I like that as a ritual. That's cool. Yeah. It's (laughs) worrying that you have this like we'll see or whatever your (laughs) bullshit is about how many Turacon Because that implies like a lot of people dying down in this basement.
0: Who's to say, man?
1: Right. Who's to say that's what it is. (laughs) We get more than our quota's worth because we get another Zand. Zand!
0: When it happened, I was just like, oh, two in one season? Two in a
1: season. What? One after the other, Zand. two. Zand! They're bringing it back. Oh, man. It's that fucking writer who was a fan who was like, yeah, well, it turns out, what's a season, you would generally call Zand or <laughs> Zand, and I was... I was thinking that was a really good—that uh, was a good nickname for him. So we should bring it back more.
0: You know that writer is really the us. <laughs> so I don't know that you should be doing that voice.
1: Well, hey there. <laughs> Turns out that you guys had oh. used the nickname Zan that once worse. a season.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're right. I was wrong.
1: So I think we could get some more mileage out of that one.
0: <laughs> I'm not sure that I can do that voice, but
1: I'll try. <laughs> sort of a Will Arnett talking like this contest.
0: But it needs to be more gravelly then. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm Batman. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. That's why Will Batman. Oh yeah. <laughs> With club sauce. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Perfect. <laughs> Buffy decapitates Lysa. Yeah, whatever.
0: It turns out she was soup's gross. Yeah, she
1: was less hot than previously oh, thought. Oh no.
0: Oh, that's a weird rhyme for you to... <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's from my notes directly. I didn't think I was rhyming as I was doing it. Xander should be fine. Yeah, it's all internal bleeding. No, he's good. Yep. Uh, Xander and Buffy get back home. Giles berates them for having fun and doing the quips and ending. Right. This is like the show being like, I know that we are pretty goofy the last yeah. 14 episodes,
0: but we're going to be serious.
1: Serious this... Buffy. Yeah. If we learned one thing from season six, it's that we need more serious, serious. Or Buffy.
0: Right. I love Anya, like, she was, you know, so pissed about this date, and now that it seems like Xander's in trouble, she's genuinely concerned, and then when he's fine, she's mad again. (laughs) Oh, it's just fantastic stuff. Pure pure Anya, yeah. Yeah, and then Xander shows up, and he's all mad that these female demons keep coming after him, so he asks Willow to gay him up. (laughs) Let's gay.
1: insensitive? Yeah. yeah. Funny? Yes. Also
0: funny. Yeah. yeah. And then he says something about Scott Bakula <laughs> and Andrew is just like, mm,
1: <laughs> "Scott Bakula."
0: <laughs> and honestly, I love it all. Yeah. You know, I really am just like
1: Initially I was like, "Oh no, guys, what are you doing?" And then I was like, "No, that was that no, was funny." It was pretty funny. That was good. Yeah. You did a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. And our final scene of the episode.
0: Oh boy. Well,
1: the scene that makes it most hated probably. <laughs> you think? No. No, not at all. <laughs>
0: Well, we have our bullshit with Buffy and Spike. Well, uh, whatever. Yeah. yeah,
1: I don't even care about I that. I had a I... moment
0: in here where Spike says something about that guy, and I was like, "Has he ever said Andrew's name?" <gasps> and I'm not sure that he even knows it. <laughs> like, <laughs> think about it. <laughs> Has he ever referred to Andrew by name? This is like Giles is the first,
1: <laughs> but deeper,
0: <laughs> deeper.
1: Wow, that's amazing.
0: Yeah. So let's watch out for that going forward.
1: Final, final scene. And no, obviously it's not why people hate this episode. This is a good scene.
0: It's fantastic.
1: P-Wood, you know, he's had a a rough night. He's getting ready for bed. And who should appear?
0: Oh, oh, look at that. It's Nikki Wood.
1: Nikki Wood. It's his mother (laughs) who we saw last in season five. Not the
0: same actress. I was going to say. At all. Doesn't look like her. Even a little bit. Nope. So I was looking the other actress up. And she is primarily a stunt woman.
1: Oh, that because, makes sense. Because, I mean,
0: yeah. she like her whole thing was she was fighting. Yeah. I mean, a great fight scene yeah. with Spike on the subway. And this woman has had a very prolific stunt career. She seems to be, she's in like a million things. So good for her. But yeah, it makes sense that they're probably like, I don't know that we can bring her back to have like a lot of dialogue. Yeah. And so, yeah, they bring in um, this different person who, (laughs) well, she's his mom now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Another black lady
1: with an afro, right? Yeah, pretty much. Say the Buffy writers.
0: I think the other afro was very different. It was,
1: yeah. Everything about it, but. At any rate. Honestly, it's been like a, it's, it's been two a full seasons. season. Yeah. Two, two seasons. Two full seasons. Yeah.
0: More than that, actually. Oh yeah,
1: it's true. Yeah. So, Because I think it was, it.
0: it was like is full for love.
1: Actually, one of my favorite things on this thread is watching Arrested Development, which is a very good show. Yeah. Seeing the number of actresses that play Marta. Oh my God, so many. I think it's like three or four. Yeah, I think it's in three. In two seasons.
0: Yeah, and you're just like, why do they keep? changing is that the is it a joke no oh i don't know man
1: (laughs) they just always have a different person playing marta
0: well, they, they actually had a plan to do that every time Anne showed up. Anne, yeah. yeah. yeah because that actually makes sense, right? But then like, she whatever was her
1: name is was too good. May
0: Whitman, I think. Well, she was just too perfect. They are like, we can never get rid of her. Because it is so a different bland. person
1: the first time you it see is. Anne. But it's, yeah. that's
0: so brief because like at the end of season one, yeah. I think.
1: Yeah. Anyway, right. P. Wood's mom is here. Nikki Wood. Yeah. She's like, hey, uh, how's it going? He's like, no, I know you're an unspeakable evil. I'm not going to fucking talk to you.
0: And he has something that's, I would say, similar to the high-five system. It's more of a walk-through people system. Sure,
1: it's a system of some kind. He
0: has, he's so
1: competent. Oh my god, these people need to learn from him. Doesn't really matter, though, because the first as his mom's like, hey, wouldn't you like to know who killed me, though? And he's like, fucking excuse me? She's like, you met him. You were so chummy with him
0: oh man you fought at his side
1: as he would say you were best mates weren't you <laughs> this is going like weirdly australian it's
0: gotten worse and worse yeah as we go along but that's great you know great stuff yeah and i just love it because i mean of course the first is here to fuck with p wood because it knows something that it knows he wants to know mm. and even though he knows he's being manipulated by it it's gonna fucking work of course it's gonna work because he's been he spent his entire life looking for spike yeah so like you know say what you will about now spike's good spike's fighting on the side people give a fuck about it no of that?
1: no spike killed Peewood's mom when Peewood was four. four yeah he was raised by her fucking watcher and we know what those dicks are like
0: oh god it's just like another wwp oh you know? god no a A lot of syllables, Uh, dub dub p. Anyways, (laughs) doesn't matter. Um, yeah, and so it's fantastic, honestly. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty
1: great. It's a great way to end this episode, which again is very good. good. Yeah, yeah,
0: Yeah, like I had a great time.
1: (laughs) It's difficult to summarize, right? Like the summary to take away from this is: Principal Wood. We learn what's happening with Principal Wood. Yeah. Turns out he's the son of a dead slayer and he finds out that Spike killed his mom.
0: Which is a lot for Principal Wood.
1: It's a lot for Principal Wood. That's not a lot of the episode. No. Xander doesn't fucking matter. Right. Maybe like, he'll matter next episode.
0: What we really learn. Well, we learn a couple things. We learn that, you know, everyone knows that this is coming and so mm. people are picking sides. Right. Right. And like that's one of the things that the first is trying to use to get Andrew to yeah. basically pick pick this side of evil saying like you know after i win if you help me then i'm gonna make things great for you but if you don't help me then when buffy and her little friends are all dead you're fucked yeah yeah and so we have ashanti here basically trying to pick sides and we also learned that there's at least well i guess there's like maybe 70 percent of a turrican it's minus chopped off.
1: yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> it might be a little low or high i don't know There is at least one more. Right. Or part of one more. And maybe more than that. Again, who's to say?
1: I mean, (laughs) I'm super happy to see that, right? Like, the original was so much fun, and the four or five episodes where it was around was... Something that I really enjoyed watching. I know. Looking back.
0: You had such a great time watching Buffy get her ass handed to her and then somehow managed to kill it after really that nothing had plan, changed. That plan. With the world's worst plan. Plans. Yeah. So uh, anyways.
1: But those inspirational speeches she gave. Yeah. Whew, yeah. Oh boy. That is our episode. Michaela. We feel pretty good about this yeah. episode?
0: Yeah. I like going in I didn't think it was going to be as bad as some of what we've watched recently we
1: have watched worse episodes this Absolutely. season
0: Absolutely, I couldn't 100% remember it and sure. I, I knew like the date aspects of it I weren't that interesting no they aren't but there is interesting stuff happening around it so yeah I don't know I had yeah pretty okay time
1: yeah it's fine yeah
0: it's pretty fine it's
1: good yeah do you know why it's disliked no huh. all right well Michaela not just our opinions matter Ooh. Taylor Kingston's opinions also matter Ooh. for this episode There are zero IMDb reviews. No! Teeks! Not just teeks. Zero. (laughs) Under user reviews, it says review this title.
0: What was the other episode? It was another season seven one. Yeah, it was. I think it's just mostly forgettable, this episode. Yeah. Like the, the A plot and B plot are pretty forgettable, except for the bombshell at the end, which... Honestly, could be in any episode, yeah, exactly. right? It's one of those reveals where, like, it's not tied to this episode in any way. It is not. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not too surprised. So instead, Ooh.
1: I have a season one Teeks oh, review for good. you, and this is from the episode Angel, oh, which I believe no. is season one, episode seven. Yeah. What do you think Teeks called this review?
0: The one where we learn that Angel is a vampire.
1: The one where Angel is a vampire. Ooh! I'm gonna give that to Woo! you. <sighs> this. This is a bizarre review. I enjoy this episode. (laughs) Every time I come up to this episode, I always feel like skipping it, because for some reason, it isn't good in my memory. But most of the time, I say yes. Yes, I will watch it. And then I remember how much I like it. It's... (laughs) It's the best episode from season one, yeah. barring Prophecy Girl. I think
0: so. We had a great time. Yeah. Oh, because yeah, Darla's there. Sure. Yeah, I think there's a lot of the fun stuff that happens.
1: Yeah, like don't, doesn't Garla, Darla shoot at Angel with yeah. guns? guns. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> so weird. You're like, why isn't everyone doing this all the time? Well, let's find out what does happen in this episode. In this episode, the Master is furious about how many members of his... Family Buffy has killed, so he sends the three. Never mind, we had a terrible time. (laughs) Which are very strong vampire warriors to kill her. We love the three. This is the three. (laughs) Oh no, I forgot. I knew about the three. Yeah. I was thinking about them as I was watching this episode, because I was like, oh, we don't have like the wacky the three anymore, you know. Whatever, but before they have the chance, Angel intervenes. Whilst back at her house, mm. Buffy discovers that Angel is in fact a vampire, which scares her because of her feelings towards him. It, not mentioned in this review, Angel then dives out the window uh, and slides down the, bu- the summer's roof that's like a, a penguin. Key
0: part of this episode. That's the that's... one
1: thing that I remember from this yeah. fucking episode. Fun fact: the first episode to be named after a character. Mm. Are there more? <laughs>
0: Cordelia <laughs> right like,
1: Wesley
0: I don't think so
1: Oz
0: I'm yeah all the Oz-centric episodes are just like moon based
1: <laughs> moon or yeah, yeah. wild wilderness based uh,
0: wild at heart yeah.
1: yeah but not where the wild things are no that's the house sex
0: they should have called wild at heart flamingo <laughs>
1: Overall, I give this episode a 7 out of 10. What is happening? Which in my ratings book is great. What? 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 One of the best episodes from the first season. That's crazy. Crazy. Michaela, do we have a winner from this episode? Oh. Principal Wood. Principal Wood, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Everything goes great for him. Everything goes 100% for him.
0: Yeah, I mean... Buffy goes on a date with him that doesn't... It's going well, actually. Sure. It's going great until Spike shows up. Oh, I feel like Spike showing up just ruins things generally for for people. It does.
1: Mm. But he learns who killed his mom, so Which... he can now at least enact that vengeance.
0: It's literally the purpose of his life, mm-hmm. is to kill Spike. Yeah. Yeah, so... Ace's
1: stuff there. Ace's stuff. Who had the best outfit from the episode? Oh.
0: It's a good question. There were so many. Hmm. I don't want to pick that goddamn sweater. Really... The Anya
1: sweater? Yeah. No. It's trash. It's hot trash.
0: Actually, this, this espresso pump getup <laughs> that Ashanti shows up in... Something about this jean corset (laughs) just screams 2003 at me. Oh yeah. In a way that I am very excited about. So I'm going to go with that.
1: And Michaela, what do we have coming up next time? It's
0: called Get It Done, which, okay, we've been bitching about how episodes aren't, like the titles are meaningless. Yeah. The one we just watched called First First Date? Date. Yeah. It's a great title. The
1: Killer in Me is actually very well titled because you find, like, it's the killer in Willow coming out, right? Right?
0: Yeah. Actually, that is true. It's pretty
1: evocative. It's mildly evocative, at least.
0: Get it done? Mm. <laughs> Not so much. A
1: disappointing return to form.
0: Yeah. I'm going to read you the first sentence of this. Good. The Scoobies use a spell to transport Buffy into a shadow world where she meets the men who created the first Slayer. <laughs>
1: Oh, no, I dislike that. Okay. I I
0: think we're going to have a much worse time, honestly. Yeah. I think we're going to have a much worse time. Several
1: things about that jump out to me. Yeah. One, we've already had, like, a people go to a wacky other dimension this season, Uh where Anya and Giles spent that fucking time going to that thousands of eyes thing the oracle yeah whatever it was eye. bullshit anyway <laughs>
0: so useless what and a waste now of time? Buffy's
1: doing that but the thing I hate most about that synopsis yeah. is that men created the first Slayer you
0: yeah, know no, the, the show's not gonna say that that's a good thing
1: oh I see
0: yeah no <laughs>
1: but why why yeah. bother Right? Right.
0: No, these are great questions.
1: Hey, we're robbing women of some agency in this female-focused show.
0: And, like, they're going to deal with the fact that they did that. But they
1: didn't need to do that in the first place.
0: Correct. Correct. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Huh. (laughs) Will I see a familiar face?
0: Oh, that's a great question. I wonder if that counts. Hmm.
1: <laughs> i mean lil jay didn't count as a familiar face this episode for some no, reason
0: well because he's been here so many times this season right, yeah. that i'm just like i don't know
1: yeah he's just a part of this season
0: <gasps> does this person was this nancy
1: kit <laughs> just imagine. carlos trejo
0: I would count. Oh, that's a familiar face. Yeah, I'm oh, counting that. Yeah. All right. Yep.
1: Quentin Travers.
0: He's dead. <laughs> we, should hope,
1: we should pray that he is dead. Rack.
0: Oh, I mean, the first could be Quentin Travers. So fucking true.
1: Faith. When? When will this fucking show get to Faith? One uh, of the most arguably important people right now. How is it ignoring Faith?
0: Oh man, good stuff. Good stuff. What are they doing? We've got like what, eight episodes left? Not many, you know?
1: The other Slayer! That's all (laughs) I'm asking for! (laughs) Uh, The other uh... one! You're so mad. There man. are two of them. You
0: have every right to be mad. Yeah. Not three, not four,
1: not ten. Yeah,
0: two. All true stuff, man. Two. <laughs> yeah.
1: Did we pour one out for anyone this episode? I don't think so. Will we pour one out for anyone next episode?
0: Possibly. Oh, no, not next episode.
1: Not next episode. All right.
0: I don't, well, it depends. Hmm, we'll talk
1: about it. Well then, until <laughs> next time. On get or done, which I believe the episode <laughs> oh, is called.
0: Uh, get it? No, no. Get
1: or done. Get
0: it done.
1: G I T space apostrophe E R D O N E. I think we keep get or done. It's
0: really not called that. It's, it's Fine. It's called fine.
1: get or done, right?
0: Get it done. Get or done. God damn it! Am
1: I, I can't hear any difference.
0: Yeah, they're the same. Excellent. Great.
1: Uh, <laughs> I don't even remember where I am. Is Who this cares? the outro? <laughs> yeah. All right. Bye. <laughs>
0: lost in your own nonsense
1: listeners can find this episode up on facebook and stuff soundcloud why not favorite Podcast listeners, whatever, readers, who knows what they're called, uh, apps of some sort. Sure. Um, email us, bienvenue.hellmouth gmail.com. Pictures are up on Facebook, uh, which we don't use for anything but pictures for Welcome to the Hellmouth at this point. Yeah. Oh, sorry to Michael for spoiling Brand oh, Sam for him.
0: We are sorry. I feel so bad. Yeah, I feel legitimately oh, bad. Um, I do.
1: All future spoilers will yeah. be marked as such, or like, actually ahead of time.
0: We, yeah, these we are front load. Yeah. And,
1: oh. Because I do spoiler alert as like a, an ironic thing at this point
0: but yeah no. no it turns
1: out it's a real thing it's a real thing whoops We're sorry. Uh, uh, oh, and if people want to reach out to us individually, uh, speaking of social networks, they oh, can no. find us on Learnist, which is, I'm quoting directly from them, a vast collection of information and expertise that comes straight from its users or knowledge leaders.
0: Oh, no.
1: I'm on there at Learned, Michaela.
0: I'm on there at in the top percentile of IQ. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> and until next time, farewell, farewell from, from the, the
0: Hellmouth. Welcome to the Hellmouth. We got fun and games. We got everything you want. How do we know the names? We are the people that can find whatever you may need. If you've got the money, honey, we got
1: your disease. Hellmouth. Welcome the- Hellmouth.